What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Underwater Fly Zone podcast today. Got a very special guest in here. I'm going to have him introduce himself. <laughs> Playing it safe. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm Abel. I'm a uh, local police officer local out police here officer. in Missouri. Yes, sir. And, and me and Abel met a very funny way. Do you remember? Do you actually remember how we met? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, so, you, you tell the story. So it was actually my first call uh, out to a party. Really? In town, yeah. Okay. So uh, I, we'd gotten just someone had pocket dialed 911 yep. and didn't respond, right? Yep. So all they heard in the communication center was, we have a guy, it seems like he's yelling. There's a lot of people yelling in stress, right? And they give me out the address. So I'm like, great. Uh, I roll on out there, just mosey about. I don't even think I had lights on. I think I just no, drove just, out there and pulled up. You just walk right I, I passed you guys drinking for the last, like, three well, hours. Well, when he says you guys, you know I'm not part of that. Absolutely yeah, exactly. not. <laughs> I think you were hiding up in the little top area yep, where the music was coming so from. So when he says party, it was a, it was a day party. Um, everyone just in the front yard. And my only reason to go to parties was just to go DJ with my friend uh, Tigre. So, because, I, I mean, you know I don't drink or anything. Yeah, right? you've told it to me yeah, many times. Yeah, so I uh, I was just hanging up, hanging out up there playing music, and then you stroll up, chillest cop ever. He said, oh, what? you were like, and I just happened to start an Instagram Live right You did, because that, yeah. that's, that's how I'd seen it, is I had a tag yep. that told me that that was posted. Yeah, it was so crazy. Uh, so, <laughs> so I start this Instagram Live, he comes up, 30 seconds into it, I was like, well, what are the odds? Perfect timing. And um, I thought it was about to get busted or something, but he was like, hey, I just need to know who called the cops. I'm not here uh, for any to shut you guys yeah, down. Yeah, I said I wasn't there to shut you guys down, and I tried to alleviate the tension of a cop just rolling just, up to the party yeah, by saying, literally. hey, there's there's more of y'all than me anyway. <laughs> yeah. And do, it was you have, valid. You, do you have, like, a fear walking up to that, like, as a cop? Pretty much every single call that I'd get called on to, there's always going to be a little bit of fear on See, it. See, there's that just, human side to this. I, I want to get more into that today. Yeah. But uh, continuing how we met, I posted that live. I'm actually going to repost it. So if you go check out the Instagram story, mm -hmm. you can see the live video, how we met. So funny. But um, I posted it, and you commented on it. And I was like, what are the odds? How did you find this? Yeah, I'd, I'd said something like, uh, like, if you don't want cops called, tell your friends not to pocket dial the police. Yeah. Because, yeah, that, that was ultimately what it was. Yeah, literally. And then you commented on that, ended up, the cop copped a shirt. If you remember that post, this is the cop. Got the another cop one too. Eventually, yeah, it's coming. Hoodies, I think. I don't yep, remember. It's getting stream printed right now. Actually, <laughs> I was gonna say that. Anybody watching that wants their uh, ACDC little ripoff um, under our fly zone merch drop, it is coming. It, it should be passed out by the time this comes out. But uh, yeah, so the cop that copped the shirt is here today, and. I don't know. I'm excited to get into this. The local, the local police officer. Um, I guess we could just start with my main thought of what I really want this episode to be about is like, I feel like police officers are so stereotyped and put into this box. And um, I just want to ask like the human side of it. How do you feel about? And would you agree that um, there's a lot of stereotypes that kind of take the human side away from the police officer? And like, yeah. I don't so. Know. I I, th I think so. One of yeah. the biggest well, so one of the biggest issues in a uniformed profession is we do have to put on a face of sorts, yeah. right? Like Abel and Officer Abel are two different people yeah, when you, for when sure. you interact with them. Um, but really, the the big thing is we're still people under those under those clothes. Exactly. We're just we're just dressed up for the part, and we have yep. a bunch of equipment that we had to go and take months of training on. Yeah. Uh, but down to the nitty gritty, we're all just normal folks we all do the same stupid shit that everyone else does yeah for sure i think that is a uh, important to remember because i mean just looking at the world there's so many uh jobs that people just put them in a box and just stereotype them but you got to remember if you're stereotyping this is a quote that my friend randall said if you stereotype someone else you're going to end up stereotyping yourself putting yourself in that same into your own box maybe you consider a cop to be this way but then you're going to look at yourself and be like, oh, I'm this, so I put myself into this box. I think that's interesting to think about. Yeah, but and I, I think a lot of it's just the human side of things is stereotyping. Yeah. Like, uh, we, we go through specific trainings even on the law enforcement side to ensure that we're doing our best to keep biases down, yeah. right? But over years and years of certain things happening over and over and over again, yeah. you're going to form stereotypes and biases. Exactly. Yeah. So what it really is coming down to, especially like nowadays with like a younger generation getting into law enforcement, especially with the current climate around law enforcement, uh, yeah. 
um, a lot of us that are getting into it, we're doing it so that we can genuinely make change. Mm -hmm. Like we want to be seen as like a more human force. Like we have jobs to do, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But we want to, to show folks that we want to get along as well. Yeah. Would you say that's one of your biggest reasons for doing this is to like, like change this, change the perception on cops or like, What's your main purpose, I guess, just for it's being that. a cop? It's that. I mean, community-oriented policing and yeah. community initiatives are the reason I got into law enforcement. Um, I was an engineer before I decided to do this. Really? So uh, it certainly isn't the pay that got me into it. <laughs> yeah, but um, that that was like my one of my biggest driving factors to getting into law enforcement was uh, just being a community impact officer, being a, a, like the difference there. Yeah. Because I want people to be able to call 911 and ask for help, and when they see a police officer, not be worried. Yeah, for sure. You There was no worry when you showed up to that, to that party. It was, a, it was actually like, I don't know, it's like I met my friend, one of my friends in Maryville that day. It was day. buddies or that hadn't met in yet. Town. <laughs> well, I met one of my friends in town that day. Be, I got you, I got you. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, okay, my ne next, it was the first question, but whatever. We could talk all day, as you guys can probably pick up on. This is one of my I got the gift of gab, so you can just, we can talk yeah. for as long as, <laughs> until this is turned off. Yeah, for sure. But one of my first, my first question originally was, how did you get into this? Like, what, what's your upbringing and what has got you to where you are today? So I wanted to be a police officer when I was a kid. Right, okay. like it, back when it was uh, like, oh, I want to be in the police officers. Yep. I want to be in the army, that kind of thing. Um, I'd ended up going into engineering instead, um, but I was still in public safety. So I was a firefighter. I've been involved with the Coast Guard for the last eight years. Wow. So it, it was it was kind of still being in it, but without being in it. Um, yeah. I was looking for a change when COVID hit, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted to... I wanted to help people. I wanted to genuinely help folks yeah. instead of just sit behind a desk at my house for 12 to 13 hours a day, right? Mm -hmm. um, how I specifically landed here is even more interesting. I kind of just like, I, I get asked by everyone because I came from Texas. Oh, really? So yeah, it was completely out of the way <laughs> here. Um, if anyone says that I threw a, a dart at a map, they're wrong, technically. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I threw a dart at a very specific portion of the map. Is okay, what happened. okay. Uh, my, my significant other at the time was in, like, Nebraska, over towards uh, Omaha area. Uh, so I was like, well, I'll apply with them. I applied with St. Joe because I'm like, oh, Missouri seems kind of nice. I like the weather there. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just ended up. Literally a Facebook ad from 2013, <laughs> mind you. So the job wasn't even police officer. It had a different title. Uh, it included being a firefighter in that job. So I was like, that sounds awesome. I can do both. Yeah, no, yeah. come to find out that changed like eight years ago. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> yeah. Like right after that posting, they'd adjusted that. Um, the only nice part about it was I wasn't making the $10 advertised in that post in 2013. So <laughs> much better, much better there. Thank goodness, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm going to take a pay cut for this one. But um, yeah, I ended up applying at the department. Uh, came up here, interviewed on Monday, did my psych eval and my polygraph over the next two days, uh, rode along with them once, and then on Friday when I left, they gave me a job offer, a literal written offer. Go. I waited till I got home, then I accepted it, and I moved here in November. Nice. That is awesome. Oh, that is, Last so, November, I, obviously. <laughs> if I threw a dart at a map, you'd be technically wrong. <laughs> it's only partially correct. <laughs> only that is crazy. So, okay, what do you actually do? Like, I know, like, everyone thinks they know what a firefighter does, what a cop does. Everyone thinks they understand. But I feel like there's so much more to it than the average person like me really knows. So, what, like, what do you really do on a day-to-day -day basis? You ever watch Law & Order? A little bit. It's nothing like that. Okay, that's what I... Uh, see, that's, I significant, I that's significantly cooler. Um, <laughs> most, most of my job consists of... Uh, just standardized patrols, right? Yeah. Uh, none of them follow a set route. Um, I, I kind of just make one up. Mine is like 
super cursed my route so my route starts at the station and i quite literally ping pong route down different streets between my house and my girlfriend's house okay and do that on loop for 12 hours wow um, oh my goodness <laughs> yeah uh some days for example thanksgiving um i'm essentially paid to listen to music and be there if someone calls 911 there you go <laughs> uh, i think i drove around for 11 of those 12 hours and did not see a single person Wow. Yeah, no one had called, nothing came in. Um, but then on the flip side, you'll have busier days that remind me why we're out there even on those slow days. Yeah. Right? Like driving around for 11 hours, it doesn't matter. You're going to feel like you're wasting money at that point if yeah. you've done nothing, right? For sure. Um, but then you'll have those days where there's an emergency with a child and you have to fly across town at a terrifying speed and everyone's going to call and complain about that. Yeah. But you're just trying to get there to help them. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it's one of those calls that reminds you why your job exists. And I mean, why it's, you're out it's there. pretty common sense that like I haven't ever called the cops, but I know there will be a day in the future that I may have to, you know. So we got to have the dude out there patrolling around or else what's going to like what's going to happen when you need it. You know, and I, I have I used to live on 4th Street and Macy knows this. It was it was every Saturday night, right down the road, lights on, sirens yep. blaring, just and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like, what is going? Yeah, so I'm 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 pretty far up on the northwest side personally. So yeah, a lot of my, where my route leads me to, I'll end up shooting straight down fourth if there's anything yep. on the uh, east side of town because it's like one of the fastest, like one of the straightest fastest roads to go down. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, so so. Say you're traveling down fourth, nine out of ten times, what are you going to it at 1 a.m. on a Saturday or Sunday? Lights on or lights off? Let's say, uh, let's do lights on first. So lights on, if I'm flying down fourth, it's at 1 a.m., it's realistically a fire. Um, okay. It's either going to be a fire or something like dumb. Yeah, right. like a, like a uh, bar like, fight. Like, yeah, like, like, like a fight down at the bars, a fight on the square. Um, that's pretty much it. Okay. If I'm running light, if I if it's nighttime, I'm running lights and sirens. It, it has to be pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um. Usually, I'll just drive there, and because at one a.m. there's not really cars out and about. Yeah. Right. So I can adjust accordingly. So I'll be going just slightly escalated out to a, out to something at night, and if I start to run into something that I'm going to need to break some traffic laws, that's when I'll turn Throw my lights and sirens. Yeah. On. Yeah. So if lights are off, where are you going? Same type of thing. Lights are off? Yeah, you're just going to the same spot. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be a false alarm. Like, someone pocket dial 911. Um, super, super common is that parents in town will give, like, old phones that don't have SIM cards or anything to their kids to play with, right? Oh, and they'll call 911. And they'll call 911, and no matter what, that always works. Really? So, yeah, if it's, if it's on a phone that connects to a tower before checking the SIM card, that'll always work. And even then, most of those phones had a security in place, so they'd always call 911. Never knew that. Yeah. Not giving my kid no phone. Yeah. I'll, give him a, I'll give him a plastic one. Yeah, like an <laughs> iPod, like one of the iPod touches. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's most of the time what we'll get. Sometimes I'll get, like, dogs at large, so someone's dog will break, like, a collar or, like, slip out of their house when they're going out to smoke or something. So so that's the nine times out of ten. What's the one time out of ten? We have some weird things. <laughs> um, we have some super weird things. I, okay. we, had one, we had one that was, like, a break-in, right? Um, but it was actually the homeowner. They got called by, like, eight people at a party across the street. Wow. Uh, but, I mean, it looked like he'd genuinely broken it because they broke a window and climbed in it, right? Yeah. They'd locked their keys out. They, they, oh, they were okay. drunk and they'd locked their keys, like, in their car. So, so they broke their window? Hey, man, I don't I don't <laughs> care what they do with their money. That's on them. Yeah, but that's all. No, there's a lot of weird mistake. things. There's a lot of weird things like that. I had one person report a dog at large. It was a really big fox. Oh. Uh, that was cool. That was fun. Um, didn't want to get close to that. No. So. I'm not with that. Uh, but we just... <laughs> Like usual, like small town stuff, really, that'll come in. Really? Um, sometimes we'll help county out. They'll have like cows that'll get loose. Oh, right? geez. Uh, or horses. Uh, super fun. I have watched, I've watched county just like driving alongside a horse, keeping it from running in the street and just taking it for a walk, basically. That's like free entertainment, paid entertainment, actually. Yeah, oh man, I don't. <laughs> horses don't trot very fast when they're not being like directed to. So I don't, I don't know if you've ever cruised down the road at like nine miles an hour. It is mind numbing. Oh. It's not really that entertaining. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, it's things like that usually. Interesting. So I mean, 
nothing that crazy is going on here. But like, not too much. I mean, sometimes we have like weird, like naked people just like walking around and thinking what? they're clothed. But I've I've never I've never seen this. Well, are you walking the streets at like three thirty in the morning? Not often. Well, but then there you go. I will say my two a.m. story. Uh, I was DD. I think I've told you this. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if we really can talk about this, but um, I was DD, <laughs> and uh, two a.m. is when your shift ends, right? But it was two o two. And I was done. But my friend was like, dude, it's two streets over. Come on. Like, just take me. So I was like, all right, whatever. And there had been this cop, like, watching me. Because obviously you see the same car drive around a million times. Yeah. You're kind of going to kind of be like, what's going on here? Um, so I'm going two streets over. Right as I'm pulling in the street, I see the same cop get in front of me. And I was like, oh, no. And then they pulled over at the house we were going to. And I was like, well, I can't stop here now. I'm going to get pulled over. And I took second I got past him, lights on. Yep. And um, they thought I was uh, they thought I was drunk driving, which honestly I was probably the only driver in Maryville at the time that wasn't drunk driving to him on a Saturday. Pretty valid. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah, but they uh, they pulled me out, put me in the car for like I swear it was forty minutes. It it was a while, but the other guy other yeah, guy they pulled me. Really up. thought you were drunk. Dude, they had me do, <laughs> so what are the tests that they do for a I don't know if you can tell this, but I, I you was... You can Google them. Yeah, So there's true. there's a set of standard field sobriety tests. And uh, then, I'll tell you the ones that they did for me. It was 1, 2, 3, 4, okay. 4, 3, 2, 1. Count backwards from 68 to 57. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did something else, too. So there's a lot of them. So those actually fall under alternative tests. Okay. Um, there's the three standard ones, right? The ones that you'll see in movies and stuff. There's the walk and turn, yep. uh, which is literally just taking nine steps, right? And I, I bet... That was another reason she was suspicious because I had been in a car for seven hours. Yeah, so, two a.m. So tired. I'm hobbling. I'm like, oh, then 100%. she's gonna think I'm just hammered right then now. Then a hundred percent why. And I had the dyed hair. You know? uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so you'll have the walk and turn. You'll have a one leg stand, and then you'll actually have one that's called horizontal gaze nystagmus. It's a test of your eyes. That's actually the like only one of those tests that's a surefire determinant. Really? Yeah. Did it, you told me one time, though, that the, those tests they were doing on me was just to smell my breath. Is that true? So a, a lot of that is. So they're trying to get you to do multiple tasks, right? So yeah. you have your one, two, three, four, three, two, one. Yeah. One, two, three, four, three, two, one, right? Yeah. A lot of that is the fact that you're going to keep talking to me. So yeah. I'm going to be able to smell your breath. Yeah. That's a huge factor because that's, that's going to determine how far those tests go. Interesting. Um, it also is making you do two different tasks at once, trying to, like, it's split focusing tasks yeah. because you can count everyone can count easily yep. right for the most part and you can do this easily and you can do this easily but when you put the steps together and put some complications in it yep yeah so like i have them do one two three four three two one one two so you'll you notice i'm repeating the one but not the four it yeah. just makes it a little more confusing it does a little bit. um and i don't tell anyone to do it fast because i'm not trying to trick you like i never i will never have someone recite the alphabet backwards because i can't do that right? yeah yeah like i'm i'm gonna be sitting there singing the song in my head trying to get along with it um but it's just a simple like simple tasks like i'll ask i'll ask them recite from c to x with like one second intervals in between and don't sing it right because okay. everyone can sing the song. They like, might have did that to me too, actually, because that might have been the third one. It might have been, um, but it, it, it's you have to actually focus on the alphabet when you do C, yeah. D, E, F. That's true. G, and I've had someone go from G to W. Oh wow! So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's effective. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that they will almost without fail always do is going to be the test of your eyes though yeah, because I, they that's, did that to me that's too. what's going to really tell us what's on board there she must have been convinced because we did sit there for a while and I was trying to ask her I was like hey how's your day she's like good and I'm like uh oh she's mad at me <laughs> but then uh, the dude pulled up I blew zeros and that was history but um, yeah that was my little 2am story what, when was this? this was oh, last February okay had to be last February okay. It was like the day before we played uh, Mo West at St. Joe. If you even have any, it was it was basketball. I, season. I went through the police academy at Mo West, so yeah. Oh really? Yeah, okay, it's cool. the nearest one. <laughs> so okay, so what's the one out of one thousand, or maybe ten thousand call that you get? What's like your craziest call you've ever got? 
So it's not a call, but it's also a funny, like, DD story. Oh, um, okay. I was driving down Maine, and you know the square where you can't turn left at one. Yep. And, yeah, and, and it's I like, always do, so. Yep, that's, that, <laughs> you're, that's the easiest thing to stop people for down there. Yeah. Uh, I had one guy from your fraternity. Really? Mm-hmm. Could you say his name? I don't remember his name. Oh. I'm going to be honest with you. Unless I, unless I arrest someone, I usually don't remember their name. <laughs> I stop a lot of cars <laughs> on a weekly basis. Yeah. Uh, so unless they got a ticket or I arrested them, then I'm not going to know. Really. Yeah, for sure. But I pulled the guy over because he made that turn, right? Yeah. So I turn my lights on, follow him, ends up pulling over just right next to the, the county sheriff's office. So nice. it's the ba- best place he could have stopped because I wanted the camera footage and I got it. <laughs> um, I go up, I'm talking to him, super tinted windows. That is not the case, but it looked like they were super tinted windows, okay. right? I'm um, like, whatever, he's driving drunk. So I go and I'm talking to him. I introduce myself, do my whole dealio, identify, hey, I'm a police officer, this is why I stopped you. Yeah. Go and check his information. I'm coming back up to give him a warning when he asks, hey, I'm good to stay here as long as you need me to, but can I let them out because they're all getting antsy? And I was like, sure thing. I'm like, okay. He said all, so probably like three or four people are about to get out of this car. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I believe it was 15 people yeah. this car. Yeah. The, the reason the windows appeared to be tinted black because was because there were, were bodies pressed against them, <laughs> blocking my vision entirely. And it was like midnight, so there were no lights either. So yeah. that was super cool. I, I looked up. I, I remember I was like, okay, I'm going to pretend I didn't just see the clown car. Uh, and then I gave him two warnings. I gave him a warning for the uh, illegal left-hand turn and then a warning for uh, driving too many occupants because you got to have a belt for every person in the car. Yeah. Oh, my um, goodness. I, that's been me a few times. Yeah. In too. hindsight, in hindsight, that many people, I probably should have written that guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's getting a little up there. Uh, they were li- like actually laying on each other. That is to, crazy. To fit. Well, any DD in, in anywhere, any college town would know that happens. I mean, just people uh, yeah. mm-hmm. packed on that is That is why I did not write yeah, my thing. I was like, okay, I mean, hey, I get it. I'd rather, I'd rather the sober guy drive. And at least there wasn't three guys laying in his lap. That's all that really matters. He's That's able so- to drive safely. I bet whoever it was is going to watch this and be it's like, be hey, yeah, that is so funny. I don't know their name. I didn't call them out. <laughs> True. <laughs> what's, uh, what, what's the most nerves you've ever felt on your job? Because, dude, I feel so, like being a cop is like almost like uh, being an athlete. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is my moment. This is what I've, like, trained for. And, and you're like, here we go. Kind of. Um, just a lot more intense. <laughs> especially more on the more, like, modern side where you have a lot of us coming in for, like, community aspects. And we're not just sitting around eating food all day. So we're not, yeah. like, I mean, I'm, I'm a big boy, but I'm not that big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, for sure. There's... It's, we, do prep, we do prepare all the time. We train, we work out. I mean, I'm out running in the cold every morning. Yeah. Uh, before work or on my days off. Doesn't matter. But really a lot of it's just going to come down to teamwork. Um, it helps our nerves a lot whenever we're able to go out with other folks. Yeah. In my case, there's two situations, and one of them's a little more isolated to me. Um, one is when I'm on duty. The scariest thing on earth for me is when someone's radio is turned down and they didn't hear it, right? Yeah. So when we go out and about, we have dispatchers. That's who you call for 911, right? They status check people constantly, right? Like Mm -hmm. if I'm on a traffic stop, it seems like those last 40 minutes, they usually last on average 10. Okay. So they're super short. Yeah. Um, For a DWI check, usually that'll last 20 minutes for me. Yeah. Uh, 20 to 25 minutes. The scariest thing is five minutes into any call when they check status and the person doesn't reply. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, nine, like I've yet to, thank God, I've yet to have an incident where that's actually been bad. Right? Mm-hmm. But nothing is more disheartening than me driving on, like, the north side of town when one of my shift partners is on the south side of town, just pulled someone over, no traffic's gone through yet. Five minutes in, they status check them. And then they check again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then they call their phone. And then you get the all hands. So they'll say, city units respond priority to such and such's location. Uh, failed two status checks, can't reach them by cell. That is what you'll, that's where, that is one of the instances where you'll see a cop driving down 
super fast through town. Yeah, for sure. Um, and in, with me, you'll know because I'm alternating those sirens out constantly. Yeah. So it's not just like the wee-woo-wee-woo. You'll hear a lot of just like weird yelps in there and like the one that's just like a loud horn, like everything, like all the noise I can to get down there quickly. Yeah. And even just hoping if it is bad that they're going to hear that noise coming and think that they're about to... It, yeah. It's about to go down. I need to get out of here and leave this cop alone. Have you ever had a situation where that was bad? Not here. Not here? Not here. Uh, I've had that. I had, I guess the closest thing I've had would be Coast Guard side. Second closest that I'll talk about was a fire department side, Maydays, same thing. Okay. We'll be, I would be sitting at my uh, station out in Texas and uh, it'd be like a Mayday call and you just see everyone hauling ass to those trucks yeah. and rolling because that, that means we got to go and start digging and get this someone out. Yeah. Gosh. But, uh, on duty, that's that's the most nerves that I think will happen. Um, I set myself up for failure though, so I get the same <laughs> I get the same nerves when I'm off duty uh, because I'm, I'm dating a police officer. Yeah, yeah. So it's super cool because now I get to listen to those status checks getting ignored when I'm not working oh, and be like God. awesome uh, and not be able to do anything in that moment, right? Yeah. Um, so that's that's it, it's. It's super fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, like, why do you st- why do you stay in it? Because with all the negative persona or whatever you want to call it, with all the negativity surrounded by uh, being a cop these days, I have so many friends. Even myself, I'll take those tests when you're in the mm-hmm. elementary. And it's like, what should you be when you grow up? Uh, answer these questions. Everyone would tell me you should be a cop, and then. Every, a lot of my friends wanted to be cops, and they're like, I don't know. Even uh, Macy, her brother wanted to be a cop, and he's like, I just, I don't, like, I don't want to do it anymore because there's such a bad rap. What keeps you in it with all the negativity? What keeps you uh, passionate and motivated and be, sticking in this? This is a number of things, and it has to be. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> so it's a number of things, and it has to be, right? Yeah. You can't, like, you can't be money. Because we get paid shit. Yeah. That's like, same thing. <laughs> I'm not being a teacher. Same thing. Uh, um, no, yeah, definitely not, not <laughs> in it for that. Um, and then, of course, what, what is nice about all of this uh, controversy that's gone around is it's gotten, it's, it's pushed away a lot of the people that were in it for power, right? Yeah. Yeah. For you sure. can't be in it for that. That's, that's a shit reason, right? Yeah. Um, if you're getting into this profession because you want to be over people, right? Like you want to be the authority figure. Yeah. You're not going to last that long. No. Not, not today, not ever, not anymore. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, back in the day, a lot of that bullshit got kind of swept around. But mm-hmm. with it, especially nowadays, um, I carry a camera with me everywhere. Right? Yeah, for So sure. everyone does. Mm-hmm. So you, you, really have to, you really have to be in it for the right reasons. Um, I'm a sappy little shit, so I'm in it for my girlfriend. That's the only okay. reason I'm still doing this. Really? Uh, yeah. So uh, I actually, when I came out here initially, um, my reason, my fun reasoning for moving out here uh, dropped me like that. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <was> like, nice. <laughs> I just moved 800 miles for this, right? Nice. Um, and yeah. I was super close to just being like, all right, fuck it. I'll just go back to being a firefighter in Texas, go back in engineering. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like why, why move out here and do all this shit? Um, but I stuck with it because I genuinely wanted to get into the career for helping people. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's, that's going to be my drive. I just, I, I, I don't know what it was. It could have been, it could be just a genuine drive for helping people or yeah. who knows. It could just be like a misguided principle and belief that I need to be everyone's protector or some shit. Yeah, right. For sure. Um, either way I got held out here for that. Uh, and then that shifted more towards, uh, her because, She's in the same field. I yeah, mean, for the, sure. One, it's great because I can be there if shit goes really bad. Yeah. Um, but two, a lot of the mental side of it, I don't have to worry as much about. For sure. Like um, police officers in, like, the, the policing profession is one of, like, the leading divorce professions in the civilian really? world. Really? And, and a lot of, and unfortunately... A lot of it is due to domestic violence and not great things coming back from the job because yeah. it is a stressful job. For sure. Like you, you, go to, you, you go to class, right, and your concern is going to be 
am I going to do well in this class? Yeah, did I yeah. did I study enough? Oh shit, I'm so hungover. Not you particularly, <laughs> yeah. but oh shit, I'm so hungover. I can't like even see straight. How am I going to remember this lecture? All that kind of shit, yeah. right? Where someone goes to their job at like a factory even uh, or in agriculture, and they're like, this is my task, and their worries are related around that task. Yeah, there's not a lot of professions where every single thing that you do your brain immediately goes to, all right, so let's flip a coin. Is this where I die or is it later, right? Yeah. And then on some days you have like 20-something calls that come through, just nothing but nonstop going going to emergencies. Yeah. And every single one, the drive, but even the drive between them, your brain is just locked in that, well, they might shoot me the minute I arrive. Yeah. Right? So it's a stressful job. Oh, and then you're sure. also seeing all of the negativity, yeah. right? Like we're going out to like domestic violence calls and domestic assault. Yep. Um, so we are just constantly being exposed to absolute evil. Um, that's a really hard thing to take home. Yeah, for so, sure. It's nice in my case that I, <laughs> we both are well aware of what we got into. Yeah. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that—that's really where it gets down to the the mental side of it, and and in, as things have changed, a lot of departments and cities have gotten way better at providing mental health resources to officers because yeah. they're finally starting to realize we're going out and ex- we're being expected to be everyone's therapist. Exactly. Where's ours? Yeah, it's like it's like every job has their own stressors, but to be a cop, the stressors and the things you take away are—I oh, never really thought about it. Thought about it like that, and I think being a firefighter is probably just as exactly. Yeah, it, it, oh, I mean, man. it's the same. Um, I doubled down. So super funny, super funny story. I was in the um, academy, right, and yeah. they were going over those mental health numbers with me. Yeah. So they're like, "This is the suicide rate. This is the divorce rate. This yeah. is the DV rate." And I'm reading all these things, and I was like, "Hmm." I raised my hand. And they're like, "Yes, uh, Cadet Abel." I was like. Um, what if you are all of the professions you just listed? Do they stack? <laughs> and then she looked at me and she was like, hmm, how many of them? All four. She's like, that's not good. I was like, and what if you're dating a cop? She's like, all right, so don't retire. Uh, because all the, numbers, all the numbers she'd given us were like, after retirement, this is oh, the average suicide so rate, the mortality rate, the divorce rate. She's like, don't retire. You're on borrowed time as it is. And everyone laughed, and I was like, man. I'm like, oh, man. It's one of those things that you laugh at so that you don't cry at it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How have you, like, combated that? Because I'm sure they have played part in your life. How have you been able to, like, not let it affect you? Because I feel like you're such a positive dude. How how are you such a positive dude? The trick is significant amounts of alcohol. Um, (laughs) Not not really. (laughs) Not really. really. That is an unhealthy uh, coping habit. Uh, Don't don't do that. A lot of my friends watching right now are like, yes. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's approved. No, that is a very, very unhealthy thing to do (laughs) to deal with stress. Don't Um, do that. (laughs) Then you will be like like the guys in law and order. Um, A lot of it is just finding, I guess, different coping methods. I mean, I am unfortunately... A nicotine addict because of all that, right? Yeah. Uh, I broke my habit with cigarettes, but now I just vape all the time. Which yeah. I don't know if it's better. Mm, at least it smells like a sensi instead of like tar. Yeah, for but sure. that's one of my unhealthier habits that I'll use to cope. Uh, venting really helps. Like I said, another super key aspect of my relationship is that we can vent to each other, and it won't be like. Yeah. It won't dist- absolutely destroy her brain. Be yeah. like, what the hell is he telling me? Exactly. Because she yeah. sees worse. I mean, her shift sees more craziness than my shift. Really? So that works for me. Um, I run a ton. Uh, I'm. I don't look like I run a ton, but I promise <laughs> I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that some people have seen my my crazy ass like running down <laughs> Buchanan, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I run a lot, and that's probably one of my biggest stress like outlets. Um, whenever I am, I don't run for fun, really. Yeah. Uh, if you see, it, my, my running is really to just deal with the things I can't or won't talk to my, my partner about. I mean, I yeah. tell her something's wrong, um, but sometimes it's like, well, this uh, something's up. I'm going to go and run it out. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, it's a, the healthier of my habits yeah, to, to deal yeah. with that. but. Yeah, it has to be a combination of things. I mean, I play video games all the time, too. That's fun for stress, but 
depends on the game, really. Yeah. So what? So obviously talking about the bad side, what's the good side? What's the most rewarding part about your job? It has to be getting spit at. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That, hey, I wish. Um, <laughs> I'm switching my mind. I'm gonna I, don't, I don't know what you're into, but it's up to you, man. Um, the most rewarding thing is going is always going to be like the people. Yeah. Right. Um, good or bad doesn't matter what the circumstances. I have arrested people and had them shake my hand, thank me, and ask if they could give me hugs. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you do your job right and you're respectful of everyone. Um, and it doesn't help that I'm a golden retriever, so I will talk to everyone and anyone for this hours. This is very true. This is very uh, I am, true. I am Officer Smiley, basically. <laughs> um, if, you, if you do those things, you won't have a bad encounter. I've, I've not had to yank someone out a car window yet, yeah. right? Because I'll just talk to them, and I'll talk to them like people, and I'll tell them what's up. I mean, if, I'm have, to, if I have to write someone a ticket, which is hard to do. I should write more than I do, but <laughs> I give a lot of warnings. But if I have to write someone... What's I'll, up, CK? Hey. <laughs> okay. um, I have to. I'm going to tell them up front. I'm not going to be sneaky and be like, oh, I'll be right back, and then go sit in my car for 20 minutes and write this thing out, right? Yeah. Like, they're going to figure it out probably a minute or so into that. Yeah, like, it only sure. takes so long for me to be told what's going on. Um, so I, I just, I'm up front about it. I'm like, hey, I got to be honest with you. I'm going to have to write you for this. Yeah. Right? Like, it would be irresponsible for me to not. Uh, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go sit in my car. I'm going to get this all written out, and I'll have it right back up to you. I'll go over it. I'll have you sign it, and then we'll be on our way, okay? Yeah. And as long as you're just transparent with people, then yeah. usually they'll, they'll pay respect in kind. Yeah. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of the benefit to the job is going to just be people who are appreciative of what you're doing. For sure. Um, Obviously, we have bad things that happen sometimes, and when I go out to those calls, I will almost always beat an ambulance and a fire truck unless I'm on one of them. Yeah. Right? So if I'm going out to those calls, I'm always going to be the first one there because I am in a car that can go super fast, has lights on top of it, and I am already driving it around town. Yeah. Right? I don't have to be – I'm not at the ambulance barn getting ready, running into the car because you don't see ambulances patrolling, right? Yeah, no. Or fire trucks uh, with volunteer fire agencies especially – those guys are coming from their house to the station. Really? Like okay. if, if I if I if the tone was to go off right now, I would be driving to the station for it. Okay. Um, because we don't have, especially in the evenings, we don't have on staff like full time firefighters in that house. Yeah. We are all but two people volunteers. Wow. So the cops are going to be the first ones there for in, sure in yeah. this town almost sure. every single time. Uh, and a pe- people can appreciate that when we go out there and we're trying to help them. They see we're there to genuinely help. Yeah, that is. I did not know any of that. So that is crazy to know. But hey, you are, the, you are the golden retriever. I remember when he came to buy the shirt from me. How long did we talk? Two. It had to been like an hour. It was like an hour. So yeah. here's the greatest part about that. I had someone riding in my car on a ride along. Yes, yes. And they were just like, man, will you shut the fuck up? I want to go see things. Um, so yeah, I mean. I'll talk to anyone and everyone. Yeah. I at one point stopped in the middle of the square in the road, turned my traffic indicator on so I could get out and pet a dog, <laughs> right? Like there was no cars, so I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, but like if I see someone walking a dog, even on campus, I'll usually stop and I'll roll my window down and be like, hey, I'm like, I know it's creepy, just me stopping here, but can I pet your dog? <laughs> that is so awesome. I just, I'm a dog person at That's heart. Great. So uh, I just try to talk to everyone. It's the best way to get to know folk. And yep. um, this isn't a big enough town for me to have any excuse not to try and learn, that is learn the, awesome. the townies. I remember so. whenever also I was on another Instagram live and I just look over and I hear, all right, and you're on the radio. Yeah, um, on the PA. Yeah, that was that hilarious. was That was me passing through campus. Yeah, no, I... I was listening or something, and you mentioned that you were at the tower. Yep. yep. And I was like, oh, that tower. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'd rolled by. I think I'd said something just like, no skateboarding or something stupid. Yeah, yeah, it was that. Um, Yeah, and then you chased me down, so that was funny. Yep, I chased him Um, down. I caught up to him. (laughs) Also, poor life advice, unless you know the the guy, do not chase down police officers. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That is a really bad idea. Uh, In this case, I watched him chase me down, though. And we were in contact. I had had him pulled up in the comments on the Instagram. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) all right. Yeah, so... Don't 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 chase police officers. <laughs> uh, frowned upon. Poor life. Uh, poor life decisions there. Very. Yeah. But um, 
But yeah, I, it just anyone wants to talk to me, I'll talk to him for days. That I mean, is awesome. But, I, I right. mean, unless a call comes in, I'm getting paid to drive around, so I might as well like talk to the community. Literally, literally. But all right, guys, so we are 40 minutes in, and I haven't even pulled up the questions from the fans. Oh, that's good. So I'm a yeah. <laughs> Watch them not load. Come on, man. But yeah. Uh, all right. While this is loading, favorite favorite. What did I ask earlier? Favorite color. Other than blue, what'd you say? All right, man. Now you're just so not this blue, but that blue. Yeah. I like the light blue. Yeah. Uh, hey. Other than that, it'll be red because it's my girlfriend's favorite color, so I can there get away you go. with it. There you go. Again, big simp. <laughs> um, are you a sports guy? Kinda, yeah. More okay. soccer than anything else. Oh, so you, how you feel about USA? Oh wow, we only got two. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, my phone blew up. I was working when yeah. uh, when that when the game was going down, and uh, it was early on Saturday. So. I'm I'm not really that big into sports, uh, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch like local soccer games if anything. There you um, go. The town I came from, right before I moved, I was I, I timed it like absolute shit. Uh, right before I decided to uproot my entire life and move, you know, 800 miles away into the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, the city I lived in had finally gotten its own own soccer team. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. I was perfect like, timing. Like, perfect timing. Now that I leave, let me pick up the jerseys. So I'll support them from far away. I lived less than like seven minutes from their giant stadium they'd just built. So that was good, good timing. Oh my gosh, man. All right. A lot of these questions are stuff I already asked, but I'll try to find a few that... I'll answer any. And How long have you been a cop is one that I haven't... That's a good one. Uh, less than a year. Less than a year? Mm-hmm. So, what, we were one of your first calls at that party? I, I literally started by saying that that was my first party call. Wow, really? The guy that came up that you said, oh, another cop on your live stream? Yep, yep, yep. That was literally my training officer coming to make sure that I wasn't, like, getting stabbed by a bunch of college kids. Wow. Yeah, I had <laughs> just been cut loose. Dude, if any of you college kids stab a cop, get a life, man. <laughs> like, well, actually, you are going to lose. I'm a big boy. Like, you got to get through a lot of blubber before it's going to actually hurt me. So, if you do... Do it on like the baton side, so I can't grab that. Well, I guess there's so, some advice if you want to attack me for any reason at all. This is not uh, this is not in here, but um, so the stuff you wear, what have you used, and what have you like actually had to use, and how do you use it? So I have used almost everything on my belt. However, not on people. Okay. So um, fun fact: cows don't give a shit what you want them to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. But when you take the taser out and you pull the thingy off so it won't shoot, when you take the cartridge out, it's basically a noise machine. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, pepper spray is really good if you're getting chased by wild animals uh, that want to eat you. Uh, and my baton, I so I always, I'll, I'll joke about my baton all the time. I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, oh, like you fight with me, I'm going to fight unfair. I have a big old metal beady stick. I don't... That, that's not for people. That thing's such a pain in the ass. The, the training is, it, it's basically like shooting someone, right? Like, yeah. it's lethal. It's a big steel pole that I'm about to beat someone with. Yeah, it's... So I, I, I have to be equally justified uh-huh. to use the baton as my gun, right? You showed us it, and we felt it, and I was like, this is, this is very lethal. Like, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't want to hit a person with that. So if I'm, if I'm justified in hitting someone with my baton... I would much rather shoot them, to be honest, yeah. because it's lethal force. So yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to escalate through that to like, I'm not going to go step one, then step two, step three, now step four, now step five when yeah. they have a gun. Yeah, right. Literally. Like that's I'm not going to I'm not going to play the alphabet game with my with my belt. I'm, I'm going to pull my weapon. Yeah. Um, that baton mm-hmm. is more useful for dogs. Really? Yeah. So what's not good for public opinion is a dog biting at you and you shooting it, right? Yeah, That just sure. makes everyone upset. That <laughs> yeah. makes me upset. Like, if I had to do that, I'd be upset. I'd be like, I'd be like please don't make me do this. I'd be crying, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, what is a lot really effective, though, uh, is holding that baton upside down along your arm. So when they bite yep, down, they get this. a big old bitey bite of metal and, and a little bit of, of not metal. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it's going to hurt me a little bit, but they're going to be like, not doing that again. Yeah, and you're like, going to not have to deal with the and then fact they're that gonna, you shot yeah, a dog. Yeah. yeah, then they're going to run away from me, and yep. I don't have to uh, get into a fight with someone's pet because that's not what I want to do. How many times have you had to pull out the old uh, metal to the arm method? I've pulled it out twice. I've not had to use it. 
Okay. Uh, I, I just preemptively had it there. I'm like, this dog's going to jump at me. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to be in for a good time. Yeah. And then the dog got close enough and was like, and then ran away. <laughs> uh, pepper spray is also good for dogs. Um, be, but I, you don't want to use, no one wants to use tools on dogs. It's, no, it's no. never good. Never. But never. I mean, spicy sauce is better than like punting a dog, right? Yeah, like, for sure. If they spray spicy sauce on the dog's fur, the dog's going to be like, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to run away. And then the owner's going to be pissed when the pepper spray dog comes in their house. For sure. But other than that, it's like getting skunked, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, it goes back to like people, like people too. You don't want to. You don't want to have to use any of that on a human. No. It's but if it comes down to it, it's if it's you versus me, my life versus yours. I'm gonna have to do what I have to do. Yeah, right? my hands are rated E for everyone. I just don't want them to be. <laughs> no, I mean Man, this is, this we're, is trained, this we're trained. We're trained to use the tools, and then we just pray we never have to. Exactly. That, that's really what yeah. it comes down to. Yeah, for sure. Um, no. No police officer that is not a, a monster ever yeah. wants to pull their gun out. Exactly. Right? Like, it's, that is the end-all, be-all decision. Yeah. Um, we don't want to use any of our equipment. We want to get along with people and solve the problem. They're really, though, they're, like you said, if it comes down to them or me, it's for safety. Yeah. Like, if someone is super, super methed up mm-hmm. and they have, and they're coming at me, yeah. I'm going to tase them. Yeah. And they're going to fall down and then they're going to be really pissed, but hopefully I have handcuffs ready by the time <laughs> yeah. that they they get to that 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 stage, right? Yeah. We have a lot of tools in our toolbox um that have a lot of different purposes and a lot of multi-purposes and we just try our best to not. Exactly. Use them. All right. So so there's really only other one question that I haven't asked, and it was, how do you combat racial profiling the field even though it's in your training? So there's a lot of training. Like, that is, there's quite a bit of training that's actually come from that, too. Yeah. Um, I think in my case, it's really, uh, it's a lot easier. I don't look it, but I'm, I'm Mexican. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and in fact, I have been racially profiled yeah. as a cop yeah. down in Kansas City. Wow. So, really? yeah, that was that was a fun time. But um <laughs> I mean, what it really comes down to is just treating everyone with respect, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care what you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care why you are. You have done something for me to come into contact with you, whether it be bad or whether it be needing help, right? Whether it be getting on a podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um the the least I can do is to treat you with respect and hope for it in kind. And I mean, if it escalates from there, then my respect slowly but surely turns into a brick wall. Yeah. But the the key is just treating everyone with respect. Yeah. I mean, I've stopped people that I am very well aware of what they had done before. Right. Yeah. When I when I stop a car nine times out of ten, I know your name before I come up to you. Okay. I either know your name or your parents' name because it's college town, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if it's your name or your parents' name, nine times out of ten, I'll have your driver's license sitting on my computer before I walk up. And I've made sure that me walking up there <clears throat> isn't going to get me shot like, yeah, off the get-go. For sure. Um, doesn't matter, though, what, what you've done, right? I, yeah. I've, I've gone up to folks that have – I know that they've j- literally just been released from prison for, like, drug trafficking, right? Yeah. That doesn't make a, a, any difference at all. It doesn't – change any of the way that I'm going to go up. I'm going to give them all a friendly howdy. I'm going to introduce myself and I'm going to tell them why we're talking. Right. And from there, they're directing the, the, the conversation. Yeah. I mean, if, if they're just like, well, this is what happened, da 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 da, or even if they come out like uh, yelling and screaming. Has that happened? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. (laughs) The the key is de-escalation and just trying to get that calmed down manageably and if I'm talking to a person like a human being and they calm on down and we're on the same level talking now yeah then there's not going to be a problem exactly um that's that's really the key to it doesn't matter who you've stopped yeah for sure I think everyone watching everyone no matter what your opinion is can say uh we thank you for being like an awesome cop you know, I do my best. That, you know, there there definitely is. I believe with every job, there's a good there's good employees, bad employees. Would you say that's the same with? I mean, it's got to be the same with I officers. Think so. Yeah, I mean, and unfortunately, it is. Um, I'm hoping that with a lot of the change and controversy, 
because that does negatively impact me. Yeah. That neg- that negatively impacts me. That neg- negatively God, I can't talk. <laughs> impacts my coworkers. Uh, it has an, it has an effect on everyone in law enforcement, good or bad. Yeah. I'm hoping that the bad impact it has on some of us that are trying to do our jobs the right way at the very least has the helpful byproduct of making it a little less appealing to the the people that really don't belong yeah. in a profession where you need to talk to people. Exactly. It's tough how loud negativity speaks, though, because it's like one bad decision by someone out in Ohio is going to have an impact on mm-hmm. you. And oh, it's, it's and we see the one bad, but we don't see the 10,000 good, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I... Uh, it eats everywhere. I'd stop someone not even two blocks from uh, from from your house. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. Um, I'd stop someone not even two blocks from there, uh, and it was super funny because they literally, as I'm walking up to the door to speak with the gentleman I'd pulled over, they uh, were screaming, fuck 12, right? <laughs> as you were walking up? The whole time. So I, I think they'd screamed it four or five times like throughout the, the traffic stop, and... But I had at one point turned around and been like, I do. And then I went back to my car and kept typing. And then I left. It's, it's, but it's like, you got to let all that negativity just bounce off you, man. I, I can't, because if I let that get to me, I'm going to be a dick on my next traffic stop. And I stop Literally. everyone. I don't want to be an asshole to anyone. I do. But get it? Because he's, you know, dating the cop, you know? Nah. nah. <laughs> man, that's funny. You said, you said, uh, oh, I can't speak. Dude, you are like the most well-spoken. I don't know. You, you just talk so perfectly. It's all this has of been that a great lack episode. of an education that I got. <laughs> no, I, where'd you I, go to school? Uh, I didn't finish, but I went to school. Uh, I started out in Texas, uh, then I switched to like an online school when I got into software side, and then I got to the point where I was like, I don't, I really need to finish and get more debt at that point. Exactly. Uh, I regret that immensely. Just so you know, (laughs) that is definitely had an impact. Uh, I'm actually going back to just, I just am using right now an online school. I want to come here for my master's actually. Come here? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. I love it here. I'm going to miss it, dude. I'm glad we're getting this in because this is my, tomorrow's my last day on campus. I'll still be up here though. Okay. I'll be student teaching. I was about to say, how am I supposed to pull you over now? (laughs) Literally. It's like the only way I'm supposed to write me to I won't write you tickets. Okay. No, I won't. I'll hold you to I'll 100% write you tickets. <laughs> we'll go, if you see a black car driving about 120 down. Oh, no, you're me. kidding. That's see, me. I was honest. I won't write you a ticket for that. You'll take me to jail. Correct. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll be spending oh, some time with, uh, with my buddies over at County. Yeah, no, you don't got to worry about that. <laughs> but, no, I'll be out there at West Nottaway student teaching next semester. Really? Yep. Yep. That's awesome, man. I'm excited. That's right. You were doing the uh, physical education side, yep. right? Okay. Go Rockets, baby. It's my, it's my school. going to be my school. I, I told Macy by the end of it, I'll be principal. There you go. <laughs> That's I, the goal. I, I, I met principal over there, so <laughs> uh, you got some time to, to get there, but yeah. No, I mean, that's... It's a good profession, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, is there any last things you want to throw in here? I know you're a big supporter, always great, great guy right here, always supporting, always. I've now bought messing. two pieces of merch. There we go. There we go. Um, I'm gonna take I'm after gonna, this man. Yeah, I'll wear one of the. I'm, I'm gonna wear that hoodie under my uniform when it's cold. Nice. God, it gets cold. I came from Texas, man. It was like 90 in the winter. Dude, then I came up here, it was 14 the other day. In the summer. <laughs> no, no. But it was 14 the other day. I'm driving around in 14-degree weather wearing two shirts, a vest, which is like 100 yeah. degrees. Is this your first Maryville? Uh, is, this your fir- yeah. is this your first winter up here? Uh, second one. Second? And second last one. one wasn't- and the last one was like a bullshit winter from what Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Uh, no, I knew I was in for uh, I knew I was in for a good time when it snowed in October. Yeah. Um, yep. I was like, this is gonna suck. October was a little late. I've seen it in September. My, my God, freshman I'm year. Not ready for that. Yeah. Um, no, that's uh, yeah. This is my this is my first uh, I guess true winter up here, and I guess we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. This is my I mean this is only like my fifth time seeing snow really that's so, crazy yeah. what? Uh, I, I, where I was in Texas we hadn't had a snow day in like I think it was like 20 something years wow. you know that winter storm that hit Texas yeah the I news? remember yeah, I mean, how could you forget about, the yeah, one the, ever yeah and they were talking about how like we haven't seen weather like this in 50 years yeah, yeah. that was accurate <laughs> Everything shut down. The grocery stores all closed down. Man, it's only like 30 degrees outside. 
but we don't have salt and we don't we don't do treatment <laughs> on the roads. Okay, see, that's true. We don't have snow plows. We have none of that. So it was yeah. just you know everyone driving around ice skating, hitting each other. Oh. Uh, all the businesses were closed. I'd hiked to HEB, which is Texas version of Hy-Vee. Okay. Uh, cool. I'd hiked up to the HEB only to be like, oh shit, and all the doors are locked, and there's no one in there because they'd been without power as well. Wow. Yeah, I didn't have power for like a week and a half. That's crazy, yeah. dude. So it is. I like the cold. I significantly prefer cold to 100 degree weather. Really? Um, I, I'm oh, the yeah. opposite. I oh, like... my house is 62 degrees right now. Jeez. I can't wait to go home and freeze. Nice. <laughs> I had to buy more blankets because I'm like, okay, I need to make sure that this is not an ice box or I'm going to have an icicle for a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I keep it like a nice toasty 62 degrees almost year round. It's awesome. Um, this is what I just wear around the house to compensate. <laughs> The most cop outfit is what we said. Earlier. Not this specifically. I don't wear call. I don't wake up throwing a collared shirt and just be like, "Time to primp and proper." No, um, but like sweats and stuff. I mean, I, I like I like the cold. I can always throw on layers. I can only. I take know you off got so a onesie. Many. He's he pulls the onesie out. The Absolutely, closet. I have a onesie covered in donuts. I, I um, knew it. I knew. No, my oh, so that that is. Uh, I am definitely that stereotype. Uh, I've gone to the Hy-Vee and bought donuts before, and I've gotten it so much to the point that I went in one time in uniform. Oh, wow. Not to get donuts, to get a deli sandwich. But they're right next to each other. And the the gal behind the bakery line looked over and said, I knew it! (laughs) I knew there had to be a reason! I was just like, ugh. I I think that I single-handedly may be keeping Hy-Vee's business on donuts. Keeping their donut business rolling. (laughs) That At is least amazing. In That's so, amazing. Yeah, no, my donut onesie, wear it around the house. Dude. Um, I'm definitely the stereotype. I wear my police hat no matter where I am, right? Nice. I'm taking, I'll take a bubble bath with, like, my little police boat. Um, 100% stereotype in it, you know. That, that, what better way to end it off? Is there anything else you want to add, though? Nah, I, man, unless you have anything uh, else to ask me. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on, man. I it was amazing. Me, man. I, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better episode. That was, that was one of my favorites, just... Amazing, and the other one earlier today was amazing too. Just, yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm excited to hear that one personally. It, it was it was a good one. Uh, my professors are just hilarious dudes. They're the funniest guys, and they dropped a lot of good wisdom on it too. So, I'm gonna edit that one up. I think this one's gonna drop on Monday. So Sounds I'm gonna good drop to me. professors on Friday, cops on Monday. I like it. What should I title this? Like, cops under our fly zone. Oh, I'm going to do like a wordplay with it. I mean, yeah, you just like super clickbait it up and just be like, I got arrested. Yeah. Oh, dude, we talked about this before. Um, you got to arrest me for a vlog. You, you got to arrest yeah, me. Yeah. So you can have that on the cover. <laughs> yep. That'll be yeah, the cover. No, there, there's a, <laughs> so one of the, one of the people from the church in town that go door to door. Yeah. Uh, they'd asked me that too. So there is a picture floating around <laughs> Handcuffs. Me That's holding amazing. them. I was like, hey, I mean, well, okay. Dude, we could video it. That'll be the intro to the vlog. You just like aggressively like, I'm getting the car, man. Does anything <laughs> about me look aggressive? I bet you could pull it off. Uh, you could act a little bit. Uh, you were in theater? No. I Never? wish. No. I was in choir. Great. I was in choir too, but I got... You could get oh cut from choir. Did you know that? You could get cut from... I okay. got cut What did you choir. do? Just really bad voice. I don't know oh. if you guys know I'm pretty nasally. Just They said... Literally, that was the one per- No, me and one other person got cut. You got cut from choir because yes, of your voice? in eighth grade. If you uh, know, I got cut from basketball dude, in eighth grade. Also got cut from choir. Um, and when choir I say cut, teacher's an asshole, dude. dude. When I say cut, I sounded just, like this in, like, high, in, in middle <laughs> high school, and they were like, I guess we'll just tolerate How it. How big was your school? Uh, two or 3,000. Okay, so I have no excuse. I'm just that bad. <laughs> when I say cut, they threw me in mixed well, choir, which class. is basically just the horrible. It's like the seventh grade choir. Oh, yeah, no, I was definitely in mixed <laughs> choir. I was not in the, the top one, that's for sure. Okay. But I was also in, like, band, so. There you go. I wish I did band. If I could go back, that's one thing I would have done is learn how to play the drums. Yeah, the drum, I'm, I'm, hey, if you're in the drum line, you're watching, you have the most swag out of anybody I know. Drum, I people wish, in drum line are just I wish sick. that I had that. I mean, I... I'd just be rolling, rolling in uh, in in ladies and men's if I could. Do that. <laughs> Instead, I decided to learn how to play the clarinet, so I'm Squidward. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's fine, dude. I need to. Learn, I'm gonna learn how to play the piano. Hold me to that if you're watching. Hold me. I'm gonna learn how to play the piano by by the time I'm 30. It's a long goal, but it's, it's like, gonna happen. You're giving yourself a lot of time. <laughs> I've I've been practicing piano for the last like two years. Really? Is yeah. it tough? It's got. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah. It's, I mean, I also work like. 
yeah. fucking constantly. So yeah, for sure. I can't take lessons. So I'm kind of just like, well, let me watch this YouTube class. Take my master class. <laughs> yep, basically. So, but, but, all right, hey, I got one my nose at this point. I don't know if you can tell. But, uh, <laughs> thanks for watching. I love all you guys. I appreciate you tuning in. And Abel, it was it was better than I could have ever imagined. That hey, was man, a great anytime. Episode. I'll, I'll come me. just show up if you ever want to do it again. I can, I'll arrest you in one and you can there just you use go. that. Yeah. yeah, no, we'll just be sitting here chilling. Mid-interview. <laughs> yeah, mid-interview, I'll just like walk you out in cuffs. Literally. And dude. then, of course, I'll let you back in at some point. Exactly. Dude, you should, you should co-host one with me. I'd be down. Guy. Let's do it. I don't, know who, right I don't know how useful that'll be, though, in interviewing Dude, I, I don't I'll know. I'll just be like, have you ever committed any crimes? <laughs> yeah, I'll be right. Just pull out the handcuff. But. Just body camera. <laughs> <laughs> all right, wait, we can go all day. I'm going to end it. Yeah, no. myself some enemies, but, hey, love you guys. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Make sure to comment your favorite moment of this episode. And uh, I'm going to go blow my nose before it starts dripping. But love you guys. I'll see you later. One time I didn't bring